Welcome to Revive Family, Parenting in the 21st Century with researcher, author, lecturer, counselor, and coach, Jeff Schott. Jeff has written Influential Parenting, a comprehensive program designed to help parents become important influencers in guiding their kids to success. He also wrote the book Going, Going, Gone about kids departing the faith they were raised in. Learn more about the program and the book at revivefamily.com. Welcome to Revive Families program, Parenting in the 21st Century. I'm Jeff Schott, the founder of Revive Family, the author of Going, Going, Gone, as well as the series Influential Parenting. And for the last 15 years, I've spent time talking with thousands of kids seeking to understand why they're disconnecting from their parents, why they walk away from their faith. And today we're going to be talking about a positive topic, going retro with board games and the benefit board games have for our families. I've known for a long time that board games were fun, they were enjoyable, but I didn't realize all the research that exists that points to the many benefits of playing board games as a family. So to help with this topic today, I have my family's resident game expert, Eric, my 10-year-old son. He is our family guy. He's the guy that wants the family together, that misses his sisters when they take off for college. Of course, now one's out of college and married, but she's back here in Durango, so we see her every week, and he's happy when the family's together. In fact, recently there was a time for the first time in a while where it was just our original six family members at our house. And it was just great to be back together because my daughter was over without her new husband, Noah. And Eric, being our family guy, is the guy that always comes and says, let's play a game. Let's play Clue. Let's play Candyland. Let's do shoots and Ladders. Let's play Apples to Apples. He's always wanting to play a game. And we love that about him. And we've needed that because if I'm honest, I wish we had never gotten away from playing games together as a family. And so when Eric got older, around five, six, seven, he's the one that kind of forced us back into playing games. And I'm so grateful for him. So with Eric here in studio with me today, I want to ask him the question, Eric, why do you enjoy playing board games as a family so much? Because it's way more fun than video games. It brings the family together, and also we get to have fun laughs. I know that when we play games like shoots and ladders, we make a joke out of going way back and how many times we have to start over basically from the beginning. Last time we played, how many times did we go backwards? Um, you about 18 and me, I'm pretty sure it was 23. <laughs> Who won? I don't remember. It was you. <laughs> I actually won one for a change with him. Uh, but Eric, um, you come to us on Friday nights and we were down helping my mom, your grandma put up the Christmas tree the other night and you, you really wanted to play Clue and... Why did you want to play Clue so much that night? It's because Clue is my favorite game, and I really wanted to have an activity with everybody in it that night. 
as opposed to some people off on their own on their computers maybe and on their phones you like it when we're together and talking and interacting laughing yes okay and the research bears this out eric really typifies the research related to board games on how important they are for family time one of the key things about board games is that they bring the family together and they force everyone to turn off the technology there can be no arguments about, well, he's still getting to play. Why can't I play? Or he's still on his phone. Why can't I be on my phone? Because we're all engaging in the board game. And they bring us together and, and cause us to have fun. We interact. We laugh. We learn valuable lessons as well. And one of the things that we found with our kids was that, you know, especially for Paul, losing was really hard. Do you remember that, Eric? Yeah, he almost threw fit sometimes. Yeah, he he feels because he struggled in school with dyslexia and everything, you know, he really tends to get hard on himself if he's not doing well. And that's been one of his great weaknesses. So one of the values of board games that we've seen in our family, and it has bared out in the research, is that board games teach sportsmanship, how to win and lose gracefully, how to have compassion for those that are way behind. And that's one thing that Eric has a lot of when we're playing sorry. Oftentimes he can't or won't use his sorry card to send someone back to the beginning because he feels bad. Eric, how come you don't want to send people back in sorry? Because I don't really want to hurt people's feelings. I don't want them to feel bad, and I also don't want them to lose. So you like having people feel positive, feel happy. You want it to be a fun time, so you don't want to send people back. Correct. Okay. But when you win, do you enjoy winning? Yes, but I don't gloat. You don't gloat. Um, and, and at first when you used to win, when you were younger, did you used to gloat? A little bit. Yeah. So playing games has really taught you compassion for those that are behind, taught you how to handle winning. It's been really good for you to learn sportsmanship and to learn to care for other people. There's so many benefits to board games besides bringing the family together in sportsmanship. In fact, research is showing that it teaches many valuable life lessons and skills. And here's just some. Some board games teach reading skills as they require reading cards and, and um, elements on the board. It requires being positive in the face of adversity. It teaches us counting skills and subtracting in addition so we can find our space on the board more quickly. It helps us learn how to control our emotions when we're behind or when we're ahead. Then all of a sudden when we went from being ahead to behind, we have to learn how to deal with our emotions. Taking turns. That's another valuable lesson. Developing compassion for those who are less fortunate, which we hear in Eric. <laughs> Connecting relationally and emotionally with those that we play with, which oftentimes we're finding today is a weakness in kids. Following directions that even fun requires having structure. There has to be structure to have fun. And so all of these lessons and many more are taught in this fun context of playing games together. So, Eric, I know that your love of games has kind of caused you, whenever you get a school assignment, 
even like this past week. You got a school assignment to do a book report. How did you end up doing your book report? What did you what did you do? What did you turn it into? Well, I turned it into a card game. And then after that, I wanted to add a few more things. So I ended up taking a shoebox and making like a card stand in the shoebox and added a little bit more information on the shoebox. And so the main characters, the main ideas, all of that were in the playing cards that you created. Is that correct? Yes. I know last year when you were in fourth grade and nine years old, you invented a game um, for a science project. Tell us about that game. It is a board game, and you play as the Philippine Eagles, and the game is designed to help save the Philippine Eagles, and you move around the board, and when you get to the end, that's how you win, and there are crazy cards like a crazy tourist chases you, move forward three spaces. Okay, and so you play the game like you're the eagle, and... Um, I know that you created it as a science project around all the issues that are causing um, the Philippines eagle to be highly endangered. How endangered is the Philippines eagle? There are about 600 left. And so they only live in the Philippines. It's also called the harpy eagle, it turns out. And it's a really beautiful bird. Tell us a little bit about the eagle. Well, it is one of the largest eagles in the world, and in my opinion, it is one of the most majestic eagles. So you built this board game and turned it in, and the teacher, I think, set it out um, during class time. And so what ended up happening? Some kids came up to me after school and said they liked playing my game during the weeks it was out. And so you came home and told us that, and we played it as a family. And what did you kids decide to do? We decided to start a game company. And the first game is going to be this Save the Eagles game? Yes, and every board game we sell will help provide money to protect the Philippine Eagles. So this is a company that you're just getting started, and I know that you just are starting to put up your social media pages, and shortly you'll be posting about your progress, uh, some of the characters in the game, what you're doing. I know this last weekend you were drawing a new path for the board, and we played it, and it was too long, and, and so we're constantly learning and making adjustments to the game. Has it been harder than you thought it would be? Yeah. How come? Because I've never done this before and I don't want to let people down or and let the company fail. And I know that you care about the eagle and really want to be it, see it successful so that you can really make a difference in helping protect the Philippines eagle. As we think about this, this is really interesting. Eric's turning a lot of his school assignments into games because he loves games so much. Um, He would rather do that than video games. And that's where I wish we had made playing games as a family uh, more of a priority, especially with our older son, Paul, who has gotten kind of addicted to video games. And luckily this month he's taken, uh, decided to take a month off of video games and he's been doing great with that. And we're seeing him around more and interacting with us more. He went and worked out with us yesterday at the gym, which we enjoyed. And so this gaming thing is really important. It brings our families together. It teaches sportsmanship. It teaches skills and lessons. And it's something that 
I think is really easy to get lost in our busy lives today. And so we're going to talk more about how do we build gaming and playing board games into our family culture when we come back after these messages. Making the transition from high school and life at home to college and life away from home is one of life's greatest challenges for young people today. Fifteen years ago, researcher, author, counselor, and coach Jeff Schott was working for Campus Crusade for Christ at Arizona State University. He observed that many students were not making it through their freshman year. Nearly 30% couldn't handle it and dropped out. Their grades were good enough to get into ASU, but their lifestyles away from home produced failure. How did that happen? Jeff Schott researched the phenomenon in detail, and you can see and read what he uncovered at revivefamily.com. If you're a parent, you want your kid to succeed. Are they ready for life on their own? Nearly one-third are not. They'll fail. At revivefamily.com, Jeff Schott provides parenting wisdom to help kids prepare for the college transition so they'll succeed on their own. Find all the resources you need at revivefamily.com on your way to becoming a wiser, better parent. Become part of the growing family of parents who interact with Revive Family Online. Every week we share new content, ideas, and encouraging blog posts via social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Follow us today to receive helpful insights and ideas from myself and the Revive Family team. Are you concerned about your kids and looking for hope? Researcher, counselor, and parenting coach Jeff Schott has a brave new approach that is dramatically changing the lives of kids and parents for the better. The program is called Influential Parenting, and it targets the root of motivation and behavior issues rather than whacking away at behavior that leads to conflict. The program is available in an online class, on an audio CD, or DVD. Get Influential Parenting today at revivefamily.com slash radio. Welcome back to Revive Family's program, Parenting in the 21st Century. I'm Jeff Schott, the founder of Revive Family, and with me today is Eric. And we've been talking about his love for board games and how that love has actually turned into him taking school projects and turning them into games. And that's led to him founding a company with his brother and sister, Paul and Jennifer, to help protect endangered animals. And the game company is called eFamily Games. You can find it under eSpace Family Space Games at Facebook and eFamily Games run together at Twitter and Instagram. And they're going to start posting their progress along the way. They're hoping to show parents that kids can make good decisions, that they can be responsible, that they can do important things like starting a company and helping protect endangered animals. And so we're really proud of them for that. And so please follow them as they launch and start this journey of how do you start and launch and make a successful company, quite a learning journey for them. But this whole idea of playing board games, how do we fit it into our busy schedules? And I know that for a season back when our first two kids, our daughters were uh, just born, we tried to, as a family, provide pre-scheduled things to do on specific nights. And as we had more kids, as they got a little older, that became harder and harder. And in fact, the forced time became more of a burden of playing games this family night than it was a joy and a benefit. 
And so one of the things that we really recommend in terms of building board games into our lives today is that it takes a very conscious effort. It takes conserving our energy or mustering the energy and suggesting it on any given night randomly when it looks like everybody's around and they don't have too much homework and you put aside the technology and play the game. So we're a big fan of impromptu family nights, not pre-scheduled every week. This is going to happen. It just broke down in our family, especially once we had four kids and the crazy schedule of four kids at home. Why do we need this time? It's interesting. There's even more research related to the benefits of board games. In fact, there are a bunch of health benefits for parents related to playing board games with their families. And this is all recent research since 2012 that has been conducted. And it's fascinating. They're showing that playing board games and other games actually speeds our response times. That playing games regularly keeps our mind more active and focused. And this allows us to develop responses to making quick decisions, quick judgments. It builds our awareness and it actually keeps our mind nimble. There's research that says that playing board games can actually help ward off some of the ailments related to the brain that we fear as we grow older. And so board games have significant impacts on a number of things. They've found that they positively impact blood pressure, that playing board games has been shown to decrease stress, relax muscles, and enhance blood circulation in the body. So a healthy dose of board games can help lower and maintain your blood pressure. Another thing is that it develops personal positivity. In fact, they found that playing board games releases endorphins that that make us more positive. And this may be the reason that kids that hate losing over time playing more games with their family learn to be positive in the face of losing. So when you've got that child that really hates losing and gets down, instead of getting mad at them, instead of getting down on them, encourage them to keep playing because these endorphins can make a huge difference and it develops personal positivity. It also lowers stress. In fact, 53% of people indicate that playing games leaves them more relaxed, content, and offers them stress relief. It provides social interaction, laughter, and fun, offering a healthy distraction from the routine of daily life. Why is that so important? It's been proven that our brain naturally seeks rest. It's why we end up in routines. And those routines are designed to conserve energy so our brain doesn't have to think. Board games is like exercising the muscle of the brain. It forces it to engage in a different way. It forces it to exercise. And we know the value of exercise for the physical body, but it's the same for the brain. They've also found that board games help with immunity due to the release of those positive endorphins and the relaxation and the stress relief. All of that leads to improved immunity response. So there's so many benefits to board games. And yet in this technologically driven society with our iPads 
and our phones and Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu. It's so easy to let our brains check out, to take a break, to get a, to to not have to expend that mental energy. And that's why it's so important to make it a priority and to conjure up the energy to play board games with your family. I know, Eric, that you do play video games, but why have you found video games to not be your favorite thing to do? I don't like playing video games as much as board games because when I'm playing the video games, I feel numb to the world and I stare for so long my eyes dry out. And when I'm playing board games, I feel more alive than as to numb. So literally, I know for Paul, he talks about it like getting sucked into the video game and nothing else matters. And we can come say, hey, let's go do this. And he doesn't want to do it. But if he breaks away and goes and does it, he always says that was more fun than the video games. But they literally kind of just suck the brain out of your head. Um, and so that's one of the reasons that we need to go retro as families. We need to get back, dust off, pull out, buy board games, buy even strategy games like Clue and uh, word games like Apples to Apples because those things make our kids' brains more nimble. They teach them the valuable life lessons and skills we talked about earlier. And they're proving that playing board games has significant health benefits for those that play them in this crazy, busy world where we tend to shut down and escape into our technology, which honestly oftentimes isn't really engaging the brain or it's engaging the brain in such a way that it's causing it to need constant stimulus and input, which then can lead to everything else seeming boring. And so video games take us down one road. They take us towards individuality. So does the, all these little personal technological devices towards individuality. Board games bring us together, help us learn to communicate, help us learn skills, have health benefits. And that's why we're so excited about saying to families, start playing games. If you've got younger kids, it's easy to play games. Don't get out of the habit as they get older. Don't let the technology push that family time out of your life because there are just too many benefits. I know, Eric, that you're hoping with eFamily Games to have a game company that draws families together um, and helps endangered animals. Why is it so important for this game company to be successful for you? I want it to be successful because I want families to feel the same joy I feel when I'm playing board games with my family. And, you know, that's the God's honest truth. He's constantly reminding us, hey, let's play a game. Let's go do this. We so appreciate that about Eric. And Eric's honestly been the benefit of Revive Family. He's the one child, I know this is going to sound heretical to people on the radio station, who has never received an inflicted consequence by us as parents against him. And he is our best behaved, most positive, most sensitive and caring kid. He thinks about others. 
And I'll never forget when he came home and said, Dad, I'm really sorry that there's no treats left, my birthday treats left. There were a bunch left after class, but on the way out to the bus, I saw this teacher and offered them a treat. And I saw the librarian and offered her a treat. And then I saw this kid that wasn't in my class and gave him a treat. And by the time I got to the bus, there was only one left. And I gave it to the bus driver. Dad, I'm really sorry. There are no treats left. And I wasn't expecting a treat. But he was thinking about me and my feelings. And so we know that this approach to parenting is foreign. This whole thought of parenting differently with influence is foreign for parents, but it can draw your family together. It can take down the walls. It can make game time a fun time. It can cause us to want to spend time together. And our family spends an incredible amount of time together compared to so many around us today. We're going to encourage you, go retro with board games. Pull them out, dust them off, go get them, and please follow Eric's development of his company, eFamily Games, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to have you help us spread the word when the game comes out so that we can help fund the protection of the Philippines Eagle. We're grateful for your time today. We hope that all of this information and research about board games has motivated you to realize that they're really beneficial, not just for our kids and their learning, but for us as parents and our health. Have a great day. I'm Jeff Schott with Revive Family. We wish you the best. That's it for this edition of Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with Jeff Schott. We'll return soon with another program designed to help you become a wiser, more effective, more influential parent. Jeff's website is revivefamily.com. Parenting in the 21st Century is produced in association with Faith Radio. Jeff Schott is a pastoral counselor and coach. He is not a licensed healthcare professional. What you've heard is not a substitute for seeking professional medical or psychological support.